Hello, hello everyone. Welcome back to the Permission to Explore podcast. I'm Lindsay. I'm here this week by myself again as we do this inspirational quote series here. Um, We just have a lot of fun doing this, but before I jump into this week's quote, I want to encourage you all to head over to permissiontoexploreretreats.com and make sure you get on the list because we have some announcements coming soon, perhaps dates for an event that will be here before we know it, but we want to make sure that you have access to that information as soon as it is released, and it will be released to those who are subscribed and on our list. So make sure you head over to permissiontoexploreretreats.com and subscribe. That information will be going out shortly. Uh, Save the date will be going out shortly. So make sure you jump on that list and subscribe. So before I kick off this week's inspirational quote that I have for you, I just wanted to review, I guess review is not the right word, but I wanted to show you where my head was at on this. (laughs) So last week, Kelly spoke about a Wayne Dyer quote that I also love, which is, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And that just hits the nail on the head for what we call pillar one in our permission to explore method. And pillar one is reframe. It's Kelly's favorite word, but it is so vitally important because no matter what is going on in your life, whether the thing you want to change is your weight, the thing you want to change is a relationship, the thing you want to change is a career, whatever that change is that you want to make, whatever the thing is that you're struggling with, it is vital to reframe the way you look at it because when you're in it, when you're in it, you aren't able to see what else is there. I think of it like I think of it like a ditch. I grew up in the country and we, you know, we have a big ditch and like a waterway. And I think of it like a ditch. Like if you are in the bottom of the ditch, you can't see that there is miles and miles and miles of empty space around you. All you see are the walls up around you. Right? So it takes the ability to like go 50 feet up. You you have to go up in your perspective in order to see all the other space around you. And that's where reframe, that is why reframe is pillar number one for us because that is the beginning of any of the work, whether you are reframing your relationship to your body, right? And day in and day out in in my, my work as a coach or as a trainer, I constantly see and hear how people 
only acknowledge their body when they think there's something wrong with their body. They only acknowledge their body when they feel like their body is failing them, right? So we need to reframe the relationship with the body to start recognizing all the ways your body is always supporting you. And that moves the attention off of the quote unquote problem, right? And when we can move the attention off of the problem, we can find different solutions. But when we're only focused on the problem, we're not able to see that. So that is why, you know, Kelly spoke about it. Um, I don't know if it was like intentionally why Kelly spoke about it, but we all know that Kelly's favorite word is reframe. And it is the base of the permission to explore method in the work that we do. That is where we start. So she nailed it with that quote. The second pillar of our business is to reconnect. And the reason is the number one thing we hear from the people that we work with is, I feel like I've lost myself, right? I feel like I've lost myself. They've put on so many hats. They're spinning so many plates. They're taking care of so many things and rarely are they on that list. And so it's vital that we help you reconnect to you. What's important to you? What do you want for your life? What motivates you, right? What what brings you joy? Um, All of those type of things, we, we need to connect back to yourself so that you can move in the direction you want to go. Pillars number three, our reprogram, this is where all my brain science comes in, right? Now that we know where we want to go and we've looked at what we believe are getting in the way, now we're going to reprogram those beliefs that are going to help you. We're going to start to reprogram the identities that are going to help you. We're going to help you step into that person that you see for your life that is rooted in you, And then last but not least, our pillar number four is recalibrate. This is, we're going to recalibrate to a happy, peaceful, joyful life. Because for so many of us, we've lived on the struggle bus so long that we don't know what that feels like. We're not used to that as the status quo. So that's why we like to introduce joy and fun. That's why we lean on that as a pillar in our business, right? Because that is life. When you are able to embrace the joy for no reason, man, have you are you you are living in a place of alignment. You are living in a place of peace. So I wanted to go over those just a little bit. One, to let you know where what our business is, what it does, where our focus is at. But two, to kind of set up this quote that I'm about to share. It absolutely has to do with reframe. It absolutely has to do with reconnect. Probably reconnect is the biggest focus. And it also has to do with reprogram and recalibrate. It kind of has to do with all four. <laughs> um, and and this quote, it, it hits on two different levels. At least it did for me when I first heard it. So I'm going to walk you through that as well. So 
here we go. My inspirational quote, number two, that I, I hope you take to heart and really give yourself time for this to settle in and see how it plays out in your life. This quote came from my coach and mentor, Jim Fortin. I've spoken about him 800 million times, I'm sure. Uh, if you want to see his work, you can follow him at I am Jim Fortin on Instagram. But all right, here we go. Here's the quote. You ready? I am not who you think I am. You are who you think I am. I'll say it again. I am not who you think I am. You are who you think I am. So when I first heard this, I was like, what? <laughs> Could you repeat that again and again? And the first level that it set in on, the first way that it set in that I'm sure it sets in for most people is if you are a person like I was, like at times I still am, I have a massive fear of judgment, a big fear of judgment. I would, oh man, I, I, I'm not exaggerating when I say I would spend hours crafting a, an email or even just a social media post because I was so afraid of upsetting somebody in some way because they might interpret it this way. And, and, and even while recognizing, yeah, no matter what, someone's going to get upset, right? I still wanted them to know that I was being very conscientious of not ruffling feathers. Like I'm not a rock the boat person. I am not a disrupt person. I, I, you know, I know that anything that I say, my intention behind it is to help. My intention to be behind it is to, you know, be a light or to help someone see a box that they've created. And yet, I'm also very aware that some people just don't want to see the box. As much as they say they're miserable in the box, it's the box they know, so they don't want to get out of the box. And as a coach, <laughs> fear of judgment is not something that I can be how do I say this? Fear of judgment is just, it's not a game I can be playing because it does not allow me to show up fully and help the people that are looking for help, right? As a coach, it is my job to shatter these beliefs that have been created, which is going to be disruptive, <laughs> Right. So if I'm so worried about people judging me or people not liking me, and I, I think I've shared this before where it wasn't like I it, it's not like I don't realize that I'm not going to be for some people, but I just don't want them to actively dislike me. Right. Like 
it's not that I need to be liked. I realize that some people aren't going to, you know, be like, I really love what you're doing. But I just was so afraid of being actively disliked. And so I would spend so much time and so much energy and uh, just ridiculous ways tying myself up in knots, trying to say just the perfect thing without rifling feathers. And it's a waste of time and energy. And when Jim said this to me, I am not who you think I am. You are who you think I am. That person that's so terrified of the judgment, that's so afraid of, you know, other people's opinions, (laughs) right? But also the people pleaser in me, right? So for all the people pleasers out there, I am not who you think I am. You are who you think I am. Start saying this to yourself when you get that that urge that comes up or that fear that comes up for saying no. The fear that comes up when you're about to say the thing that is so true for you that you are saying from a place of love and a place of kindness, not from a place of tearing down, not from a place of hurting, right? Not from a place of malice. I don't, I, I don't think that too many people actually say things from that place on a day-to-day basis. Maybe when they're hurt, yes, but not just in a regular thing. I don't think people are trying to be malicious. But if you know that you are saying something because it is true for you or you are trying to help, you are trying to serve, you are coming from a place of love and kindness and respect. How other people respond is about them. It is not about you. Right? So if I were to say the the scary thing in the post, right, or to to make a a use an example of being stuck in a box and then somebody responds off the handle about that. I am not the horrible person that made the post. You are the person that has something going on that reacts to the post. Does that make sense? I am not who you think I am. If you are going to say you are lazy, right? (laughs) I'm not who you think I am. You are who you think I am. You have just showed me your criteria for the way you see the world. That does not mean I am the way you see the world. So that was kind of the first level when I first took this in, the place that I was, was someone who was terrified of upsetting other people. (laughs) Pretty much, that's either the fear of judgment or the people-pleasing, right? Like, terrified of upsetting other people because what I might say or what I might think would disrupt their model of reality and then I would take the heat for it. And I didn't want to take the heat for it. I wanted peace. I wanted calm. I don't like conflict. You know, all of that. 
So this quote allows me to see all that is going on is them showing me their model of reality. It actually doesn't have anything to do with me. Now, level two, which is the one most of us don't like to go to, if if I am not who you think I am, you are who you think you are. I am. If I am not who I think I am, you are who you think I am is true for those that are judging me. It must be true for the judgments I am making about others. And that's where this quote becomes super powerful. Because we are human beings, it's really easy for us to look at other people and go, yeah, you do that, and you do that, and here's your red flags, and this is definitely what you don't see about yourself, right? And then we just go along our merry way because our reality is so second nature to us, right? Our reality is our reality. We don't ever stop to question our reality, because it seems like truth, it seems like fact, it comes so naturally to us because it is what we know. So it is now my responsibility to step back and go, huh, all of these judgments that I'm making about other people have nothing to do with other people. They have to do with me and how I see myself, how I see the world, how I see my place in the world. And it has nothing to do with them. If you can take that and actively apply it in your life, your life will change. Period. It will change. It is like the ultimate reframe, okay? If you take that in your life and you really start to look at the judgments, the the thing the things you say about others, the the things you say about yourself, and you really start to look at, "Huh, this is how I see the world, but what if that's not how the world is, right? Just because I see it this way, just because this is my model of reality, it doesn't mean it is the model of reality. And once we can start to recognize where these beliefs, like what these beliefs are, That's the other funny thing about all of this is that we all have beliefs, but we don't recognize them as just beliefs. We like to call them fact. We like to call it truth. But if it is not the truth for everyone, it is not truth. It is a belief. Okay, so for example, gravity affects everyone. There is not a single person that is an exception to gravity. Therefore, it is a fact and it is a truth, okay? If what you're telling yourself, if this model of reality is not a truth for everyone, it is a belief, which means you can change the belief. You can change the thought that created the belief. 
It doesn't mean it's just going to happen overnight. That's the reprogramming part, right? But it exists. The possibility exists. So when you are looking at this quote and you're saying, man, if, if my model of reality is X, Y, Z, you can now truly reconnect to yourself because you've just peeled away a new layer of either going, man, it turns out I have a really high value of X, Y, Z, <laughs> right? But recognize that it is your value in the way that you show it and that not everybody is going to have the same value or they may have the same value, just not in the same way that you show it. And that's okay. Now you can let this go. All it's going to do is show you where your beliefs lie. It's going to show you where your values lie. It's going to show you perhaps what you actually value. So when we slow down to really look at this, I am not who you think I am. You are who you think I am. If you're the people pleaser, if you're uh, afraid of judgment, if you're, you know, the most two common biggest fears are fear of inadequacy and fear of abandonment, right? Fear of inadequacy and judgment and fear of abandonment. If someone is going to abandon you because you said, you know what, I do really like, I don't know, <laughs> I started an example and then I didn't know how to finish it. You know what, I am someone who's really, really woo and I do believe in crystals and I love my animal cards and that person goes, you're weird and abandons me for it. That's their stuff. It's not mine, right? <laughs> so... If someone's perception of you is going, if someone's going to treat you differently because they've just learned this thing about you, it is not about you. It is about them. And most of us go, yeah, that makes perfect sense. But now we have to take it to that second layer and go, huh, if my perception of someone changes because of something they said, that has to do with me, not about them. And now we really get to dig into that work, right? Now we really get to see how much we are willing to grow. How much are we willing to put aside our ego, this, I, this sense of self, this sense of I, this perception of who I am? How much are we willing to set aside the ego to really look at ourselves and go, huh, well, now that's interesting without shame, without guilt, without fear. That's a big one for me. And I never realized it was there, but how, how much I feared actually looking at this stuff of myself. How much I feared actually taking a good look at myself because of fear of what I might find or what I might see that I didn't want to see. That's the power of this quote. One, it's going to let you to start setting boundaries. It's going to let you to show up as yourself 
It's going to let you be yourself, but it's also going to show you yourself. If you allow it, if you're open to it, if you're willing to take that journey. And that is how you will really reconnect yourself. All right, that was it. It's a deep one. It's a powerful one. Uh, if Let me know what you think. Let me know your takeaways on this. I would really be interested in hearing it. So you can uh, send us a DM on the Instagram, Permission to Explore Retreats. Our, our, our inbox is open. Um, leave us a review. Leave us a comment here on the podcast. What was your biggest takeaway? What do you think of this? What are some of your favorite quotes. Um, We would really appreciate reviews. Um, Leave us a five-star review and leave us a comment just because of that magic algorithm word, right? We, We are able to share this information and this content with more people. The more reviews, the more followers, the more comments that we have allows our podcast to be seen by more people. And last but not least, if you enjoyed this podcast, if you found value in this, make sure you share it with others. Click that share button, send it to those you know and love who are, who are open to this information. And, uh, and I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. Kelly will be back next week with her second powerful quote. And like I said in the beginning, head over to permissiontoexploreretreats.com and get on our list because we have some information coming to you very soon. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening and have a good one. Bye-bye.